But let's talk about this topic of how you manage cortisol in a healthy way. Cortisol, as I said before, is that fight or flight hormone. I came across a book, Tame Your Anxiety, Rewiring Your Brain for Happiness. It's written by Ph.D. Loretta Graziano. And she talks about how cortisol, that stressful hormone, actually has a shelf life. It expires as long as we don't feed it. In fact, cortisol has a shelf life where within 20 minutes, if we haven't fed that cortisol, that stress hormone more, perhaps with our anxiety dwelling on it, maybe chasing someone down the hallway, continuing a fight that you might have had. But if instead you stop it, that bad feeling surge actually will pass. Half the bad feeling chemical will go away within 20 minutes, again, as long as you don't trigger it. So if that fight happens or a negative experience occurs, don't keep chasing it down. I think that this is the challenge. Letting go of resentment. Trying to get your brain out of that autopilot of replaying and dwelling on the negative experience. Is this something that perhaps you've experienced in your own life? I think we all do day in and day out. Yet we never think about how to get rid of that stress to tame it. Much of today's show is going to be talking about how to combat the cortisol levels by knowing how to reduce them with four simple tricks. And then later on today, we're actually going to talk about how to build up those good chemicals, those chemicals that make us happy. So often we try to feed those good chemicals and make ourselves feel good by reaching for our phone and checking for a notification. Because when we think that we have a notification and we see that notification, we get a surge of some of those chemicals. But at the same time, we can also turn to bad habits to fuel our cravings. So let's unpack a little bit more what we can do with regard to the cortisol chemicals. We have to work on letting go of resentment. Trying to get our brain, again, out of that autopilot mode. This happens really by building new habits. It's all about stress management rather than indulgement. So what do you do to cope with your stressors? Well, we've got to work on it. From a faith perspective, one of the things I can say that is so helpful is working on gratitude, especially if you're perhaps someone who tends to foster. At the end of the day, your brain's going a million miles an hour on all the issues that have become problematic throughout the day, or perhaps just the people that you're naming off one after another after another. So one of the major things recommended in this book by PhD Loretta Graziano, Tame Your Anxiety, Rewiring Your Brain for Happiness, is she actually talks about how you need to do something you like for within that 40-minute time frame when the cortisol levels can decrease, your stress hormone goes down, and you start to feel good again. We just need to get that bad feeling to go away. So some of the things that you can do are go for a walk. Just get outside. I know for me sometimes just laying in the sun, feeling the sun on my face and my skin and detaching from maybe that cell phone that's been stressing me out and the conversations that have been occurring or whatever it might be, the clutter in your house. One of the things she actually recommends for any of the musicians out there is actually engaging an instrument, playing the guitar, the piano, whatever instrument of your choice is, 
but taking the time because it actually engages the senses, the imagination. Your body's engaged. Same with reading and exercise. I have noticed an interesting phenomena over the last two or three years. Audiobooks have become more popular than ever. Now, I think part of this is because they are so well produced and the voice acting, I truly believe, is phenomenal. I feel as if I'm watching a movie sometimes when I'm listening to an audiobook. Perhaps listening to an audiobook could be one of those things that helps you to kind of get your mind off of what's happening, but not just stay zoned out in front of a screen. Not that we should indulge to a fault because it has become a trend that people are just plugging through those audiobooks the same way you might binge watch a television show. Perhaps you're an artist. You can draw. You can paint. Go lift weights. Chop some wood. It's getting cold. Perhaps you love to knit. Or it could even be that you want to plan a vacation and planning your next vacation could be your coping mechanism, even if that vacation is a few months away. We'll talk a little bit later, actually, about how dancing, even just that random dancing you do around your house in the shower, can help reduce anxiety as well. One of the tips that's also given about reducing your cortisol levels, that anxiety, is perhaps it's happening right at the end of the night and you're starting to think about all of the things that are bothering you. Have you ever thought about just going to bed rather than staying up and thinking about them? It was actually one of the simplest tactics that was used within this book. Sometimes we just need rest to reset, and that sleep can be just the thing we need to let our chemicals and our brain boost us back up rather than staying on that plane of being let down with the cortisol. But it's key here that we don't become reliant on distractions, but rather engage the body and the mind. A lot of our coping mechanisms and recovery from those bad cortisol levels are really just distractions rather than good coping. We want to work on skills and little joys over distractions. So here's my question for you. Do you acknowledge your skills and abilities? We're going to post this on social media. So here's the question. When stressed, what skills, talents, or hobbies do you turn to? In fight or flight mode, we need an awareness of our skills and our abilities to meet our needs. So this is something we need to think through before we're in that animal-like instinct reaction. In fact, you can even help others recognize their own skills and hobbies. The next time someone you know is running through a rough patch, dwelling on something, or even just running through gossiping through one topic over and over again, perhaps it's their need to let go of whatever it is. And so you can actually help someone recognize their own skills for coping just by saying, hey, let's go play some golf, go for a jog, let's go work out. Maybe you take on that new embroidery or knitting project, whatever it might be for you. You need to build confidence in yourself and in our friends to help overcome the stress that tends to take over. So here are my four tips really quickly. We've gone through a lot of things that can help us overcome those cortisol levels, but I want to run through these four. Number one, know your top coping mechanisms when stressed. I'm going to say know your top two. I know for me, of course, we could always say prayer, but I didn't include it in this list because sometimes when we're really stressed and we try to meditate or pray for a long time, we're just dwelling on that topic we're stressed on. So yes, leave everything in the hands of the Lord, but also what things can we do to engage our bodies as well? So for me, it's reading, 
getting outside, even if it's just sitting in the sun or working out? What are your top two? The second tip I have for you is has to do with sleeping. Now, lots of studies have shown that, in fact, our cortisol levels are triggered and go up if we go to bed after about 10 o'clock. In fact, our body has this natural pattern where it's working towards sleep, but if we pass that time where the body's trying to go to sleep, our body starts to kick into that fight-or-flight hormone of cortisol, and we have a more difficult time sleeping. So the later you go to bed, the more stressed you are, and the more difficult it is to sleep, and you don't get as good sleep. And so one of the things they say is to actually be able to go to sleep by 10. That means you're ready for bed, you've already prayed, And even a lot of the studies show that spending 15 minutes in bed relaxing, giving yourself time to fall asleep, allows you to actually get that full eight hours that studies really show we all need. Now with this, perhaps your routine for those 15 minutes could be my third tip here, and that is reading. A study that came out in 2009 out of the University of Sussex actually said that stress can be reduced by up to 68% just by reading. It engages your imagination, creativity, grows your vocabulary. And this is one of those moments where we remember we're a body and a soul. The second tip of sleeping reminds us we really are a body and we need rest. But reading reminds us, yes, our physical body needs to engage in a different way from the drudgery of the work we do, but also our soul needs to engage with the world around us. The imagination, our desires, our hopes, we're body and a soul. And that fourth tip is this. And this is probably one of my favorite takeaways from this book that I've mentioned having to do with changing the pattern of your happiness and reducing that cortisol level and that anxiety. Every morning, tackle the most difficult challenge first so that you don't hold on to it all day, overnight, or all week. Or maybe you schedule and know exactly when you're going to tackle it. That way you can let go of some of that anxiety and just get it done. Perhaps, I know for me, it was going to the DMV a couple weeks ago. I didn't want to go and wait in that DMV line in the 100 and something degree weather here in Southern California. I tried to do it a couple months ago. There were probably about 500 people outside wrapped around the building in 100 and something degree weather. That was a no for me, dog. I waited a couple months. It hung over my head, though. That's one of those things where we just need to plan a little bit better. Maybe it's the paperwork piling up on your desk. I know I have a junk pile sitting right next to me right now that I dread going through, yet once I finally go through it, it was so simple. And it was such a different task than staring at my computer for hours at a time while I work. So it really wasn't that bad. I just needed to schedule the time to get it done. 